alive, grateful I woke up, grateful I'm here, and grateful that God, who's my higher power, <clears throat> has chosen to keep me alive long enough to start getting some of the benefits and miracles of this program. Um, this reading was very powerful for me today, and I'm going to be specific as to why. Um, I had this realization about three or four months ago that Chase, I go through these periods of, I'm, I'll call qualify, I did that, <laughs> qualify a little bit. Um, I've been coming to away for 33 years. I've been absent through grace of God and all of you wonderful people, whether you're aware of it or not, for the last 26 plus years. And I've gone through these periods since I came back to away in the spring of 95 with just these insights into my life and the way I'm living my life and blah, 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 blah. And one of them happened three or four months ago. I dipped my toe into self-pity for about, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. It happens. And a sponsee called me and I talked about being in self-pity. And I had this realization in talking with the sponsee, which is that when I'm in self-pity, I'm living in the past. I'm never in self-pity about what's going on present moment ever. Oh my God, this is so horrible. Nah, it's not so horrible because of what's going on now. It's so horrible because I am bringing forth everything that has happened that's been similar to this up until this moment. So for me, self-pity is tied to the past. To the past. Conversely, um, fear is based on the future. This was just this insight I got talking with the sponsee. Fear is always tied to the future. If I'm standing in a street and I have a bear running towards me at 80 miles an hour, if you don't believe bears can run that fast, I don't suggest you check it out <laughs> because they can. Running towards me at 80 miles an hour, I may be afraid, but I'm not afraid of what's going on present moment. I'm afraid that in the very near future, that bear may do undesirable things to me. Okay. So if self-pity is tied to my past, and if fear is tied to the future, the question is, how could I stay in the present? Because that seems to be the only sane self-preserving recovery growing place is in the present. And it came to me, came to me in two ways. And they're both prayers to my higher power, who I call God. Number one, when I am afraid, when I'm afraid, when I'm anxious, when I'm lonely, when I am in self-pity, when I am in self, when I have anything but feeling happy, joyous, and free, I now say to myself or say to God, dear God, tell me what I could do right now in this moment. Not when I'm done speaking, not when the meeting is over, not in two minutes. What can I do right now to take care of myself? <coughs> Every time I do that, the answer is different. 
Sometimes it's get a drink of water. Sometimes it's take a walk. Sometimes it's call a friend. Sometimes it's, I don't it's different. Sometimes it's just get off my butt and walk somewhere to the, you know, anywhere. Um, the other prayer that I do is, God, please tell me what to do. Amen. And again, it's never harm yourself. The answer to both of those questions has never been put on the feedback and go to the refrigerator, ever, okay? And that used to be the answer <laughs> when I was having those conversations with Jay and I wasn't including anybody else. I wasn't including any of you. I wasn't. The person who asked me to speak today uh, you know, texted me, left a message. I like to talk to people rather than just text. Okay. Well, that's actually not true all the time, depending on the person. <laughs> Sometimes a text is exactly what I want to do. But, but I want to, especially something as intimate as like speaking in a meeting. So I call the person and we had the greatest time. So at least I had a great time talking with this person who called me and I know we were having a great time for two reasons. For me, number one, we were both, it seemed like in the moment, like what, what was happening like right at that moment. But the second thing is, is that I was connecting with another human being in this program. I was connecting. And I'll tell you something. I heard something again, three or four years ago that was like, wow, that's true. Lots of, it, it, I'm sure you've heard this in meetings. How could I get abstinent? I can't stay abstinent. I was, I, I was abstinent and I'm not. Focus is on abstinence, right? Abstinence is going to be the key to Valhalla. Abstinence is going to be key to what? Abstinence is not a tool. If you ever wonder why abstinence is not a tool? Well, I wondered about that. And then it came to me from what this guy said. He said that he realized that the opposite of compulsive eating is not abstinence. The opposite of compulsive eating is connection. This is a disease of isolation, folks. When there's something going on with me, I don't want you to know about it. I don't want God to know about it. I don't even want me to know about it. As a compulsive eater, I just wanna feel the uncomfortable feelings and put on the feedback. Okay, so through consistent communication with other people and with my higher power, I do that too. Okay, absolutely. But with other people on a daily basis, guess what? I said I lived in self-pity. I'm actually happy now. I'm actually generally happy. Oh my God, what a miracle. And I never aspired to happiness. I aspired to sanity. When I came to OA, I did not, you know, if you hang around OA long enough, you'll hear people say I came for the vanity and stayed for the sanity. That was never true for me. I came for the sanity. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to feel better about my life on planet Earth. And it's happened. And it's happened because of that consistent communication. And it's happened because of an acronym. I don't know if anybody else has said this, but I thought of it and it works for me. The acronym 
is SMS. Share my stuff. See, I cleaned that up for general audiences. Share my stuff. In other words, why don't I have anything to say to somebody? Say that. Call somebody and say, you know what? I, I don't have anything to say, but I just wanted to connect. Okay? That starts off the conversation. I talk about what's going on with me right in the moment rather than what happened. I'm not interested in what happened yesterday. I'm not, especially with my sponsees. I'm not interested. Oh my God, I binged. I fell off the wagon again. It's like, listen, if you want to beat yourself up, call somebody else. Okay. I don't have an ear for that. However, if you want to talk about what you can do going forward so that hopefully this doesn't happen again, I'm, I'm your guy. Okay. Don't have an ear for bringing up the past about anything unless it's in retrospect, unless it's like, oh my God, this feels so good. I'm acting so different than I have before. And this way feels so much better. This way feels like it's giving me happiness, joy, and freedom. Okay. Um, and to just keep on doing that, just keep on doing well. How, well, I'm not good at calling people. How do you think Michael Jordan got good at basketball? Do you think he just popped out of the womb and <laughs> started dribbling? I don't know, maybe he did, but I don't think so. You know, it's like, I don't even know if I'm good at communicating with people. I do it, or connecting with people. I do it consistently. Who cares if I'm good at it or not, okay? When a sponsor tells me that, I say, great. And he says, well, what should I do? I say, yeah, I don't know what you should do because I don't tell my sponsors to do anything, but I'll tell you what I do. I call people. In other words, don't feel like it and do it. It's fine. I don't have to feel like it and do it. I just do it. Um, what else could I say about this reading? This reading says it all. It's, all. it's all about action. And action can be meditating. I meditate every day. Action can be somebody asks, oh, and this is another thing. My number one thing in terms of my action, I am as self-centered as any person that I know. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm not saying that that I'm terminally unique. I really am. When I am awake, <laughs> everything that I'm doing is doing for me. And I'll close with this. I don't know how much time I've been going on, but I think I'm done. Uh, but I'll close with it. I'll close with a couple of things. One is that um, Mother Teresa. I saw an, a documentary with Mother uh, with Mother Teresa, and it was done. I want to say like three years before she died. And this was so affirming to me. Uh, she was interviewed by this guy who, um, who was saying to her, you know, you've sacrificed your life. You've given your life to helping these people, to helping these homeless people, to helping these lepers, to whatever. He said, what's it like to just, you know, sacrifice everything like that? 
And she said, excuse me, I don't sacrifice anything. I do everything I do for my father's glory and because it feels good to me. And I literally turned to my sweetheart and I said, yes, even Mother Teresa says it's all about her. (laughs) So um, that was very affirming to me because here's one of the miracles. Number one, before OA, I was self-centered but it didn't involve anybody else's benefit. In other words, I thought about me most of the time, but it didn't include you. Now, what makes me feel good includes giving to people, includes giving to people, includes sharing in a meeting, includes, I don't know, whatever makes me feel good, but you know what? If it doesn't make me feel good, I won't do it. And if I don't think it's going to make me feel good, I won't do it. And in fact, one of the reasons that I called the person that asked me to speak at this meeting is because before I do service, I want to know what I'm getting into. I want to know the parameters of it, okay? Because I've had the experience of saying, yes, I'll speak in a meeting. And then I'm at the meeting the whole time. And then I have like, I don't know, 10 minutes at the end of the meeting to speak. Well, that doesn't work for me for whatever reason. Well, I'll share the reason. I have I have what I call industrial strength ADHD, okay? And for me to know I'm going to be doing something and then just sit around, it just doesn't work for me. So we're talking about, oh, no, 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 it's going to be closer to the beginning of the meeting. Great, okay? That seems like it'll work for me. Yes, I would love to do it again. It's about me and what's going to work for me. And one of the one of the uh, blessings of everything I'm talking about in terms of working the steps, working with my sponsor, work. Sometimes I'll call my sponsor and I'll just say, "I just want to know I really appreciate you in my life." And that's the conversation. And he says, "Oh, thanks." You know, he even says that to me. <laughs> okay. Um, just communication, communication, communication. And I will now close with this. Um, When I first came back to OA, I was scared. I was scared. And I don't know if there are any newcomers here. Are there any newcomers here? If there are, could you please just unmute yourselves and say hi right now? I would appreciate it personally. I think it takes a tremendous amount of courage to come to an OA meeting at first. Tremendous. And here's where the courage was for me. I got I had to say to myself, I don't know. And what didn't I know? I don't know how to live this life. I don't know. So maybe the fact that I would start a half gallon of Byersman chocolate ice cream on a Saturday and finish it off the next day, and I had to do that, maybe that has something to do with the fact that I'm so miserable. So I'm going to check this thing out. And uh, that's it. I will, uh, um, does the chat open up after I'm done talking? 
It does. Okay. So if the chat opens up, I'll put my name and phone number in. And I just want to say, um, call me, text me, whatever, literally all hours. Uh, if you call me at 2 or 3 in the morning, I'm on the East Coast. I don't care because my phone is turned off. You're not going to wake me up. And if you call me and you say, listen, I really want to talk, and it's 2 3 in the morning, and you say, call me as soon as you get this, I will call you because I wake up a lot to uh, take care of my business. Um, not a lot, one night, but anyway, it's that there may be a TMI alert. <laughs> So I will close with the words of the immortal Porky Pig. Badea, badea. That's all, folks. <laughs> Thank you so much. Actually